All right, everyone, this is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show, and this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for health, Web3. Lately, we've been diving into the topics of the convergence of Web3 and society. Web3 is this interesting term that means a lot of different things to different people, but the most important thing is I, I'm excited and enthused to have really interesting guests on our show that have been in the space for a while, have a lot of passion, uh, but a lot of substance and have seen so much going on in the space. And to that point, I'm really enthused to introduce Gia Matsu. So Gia is a, uh, a, a C CCO for MH Ventures. So MH Ventures sees a lot of interesting opportunities, deals, has been investing in the space. And she's been on a really interesting journey in Web3 and technology for quite some time. She does a lot of other things as well. But uh, Gia, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Welcome to the show and uh, great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to talk about, you know, just the Web3 space and have this chat with you. So thank you. Yeah, no, same here. Same here. Thanks for carving out time to do this. This is uh, always really exciting for me. Uh, I, I love to hear uh, most importantly about origin stories. So maybe you can teleport us back, take us back to where things started for you. I don't know how far you want to go back, but yeah, tell me about what led you on to this journey uh, of, of where you've been. Yeah, just love to hear about your background. So, uh, you know, it's funny because like everyone else, I didn't start off in the Web3 space. Um, I was actually a geologist for the oil and gas industry. So drilling in production, I was working out in the rigs, um, you know, just really managing anything from, you know, finding oil and gas um, wells all the way up to drilling. And uh, in about 2013, I started, I came up with an idea for drone technology for exploration use. So I thought, hey, you know what, if we're looking for oil beneath the ground, why not use drones instead of expensive airplanes? So from there, I met um, the head of NASA. His name is Steve Altimus. Uh, We quickly started working on this electromagnetic drone. Um, and this was my first step into the business world, right? Mm -hmm. I just thought, you know what, like we're just going to create these, this new innovative technology. It's going to come into the market and it's really going to revolutionize the way things are done in the energy sector. Mm -hmm. One thing that I didn't realize that um, and a lot of entrepreneurs and innovators do is that they don't really pay attention to regulations. So we built this huge military drone, but we couldn't really use it. So <laughs> and then you're like, okay, well, how does this really happen? Um, I also started working on another company called Falcon X, and that was also wastewater management. Um, I commercialized NASA technology for industrial use in oil and gas again, and got into the Techstars program, um, did the whole founder's journey, and then the oil price dropped to zero. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is just, you know, again, like we think that our journey is going to go from zero to 100, and it's going to be very smooth. Right exciting but there's a lot of things that can go wrong there's a lot of things that can go right too but now like I do work with founders to kind of like prepare them for the future right mm -hmm. I did get involved in the blockchain space um, by getting a message on LinkedIn and it was to join Crypto Chicks which was um, actually Vitalik Buterin's mom um, Natalia Emmeline. So he's the inventor, the, the, yeah. the founder of Ethereum. So I met with her and then um, I worked on Crypto Chicks Hatchery program as um, founder and CEO. So we launched this, you know, women in Web3 space um, program. It was an accelerator that ran in 56 different countries. So that was really exciting just to see, you know, like, you know, bringing women to the space, but not women. I really enjoy um, taking my past experiences and really helping founders. 
you know, like anywhere from building their MVPs all the way up to like, you know, getting your first um, investor check. So that was exciting. Um, worked with founders in Africa, India, all over the world. Super exciting. Um, and then I still wanted, I feel like deep down I'm a writer. So mm-hmm. I joined Jason Kalkanis. He's a famous um, investor, um, his company, and I wrote the cryptocurrency newsletter. So I think I wrote about 3,600 articles altogether wow. in the metaverse space. I wrote articles um, in you know, crypto, blockchain technology, mm-hmm. and then I got into MS Ventures. So this is where I am right now. And it's exciting. Nice. Um, nice. MS Ventures is a Web3 com- um, VC firm, and we invest in founders um, in the DeFi space, um, you know, meta- um, building the metaverse and also blockchain infrastructure, amongst other things. So um, it's been really exciting so far. So that's just a very general view, but we can definitely dig in um, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal background, you know, on a, on a few dimensions, you know, so, you know, from coming from oil, from gas, oil and gas technology, you know, obviously the, the common thread, I think in all of that is, is a lot of volume, you know, applying, you know, business skills to commodity industry, like oil and gas, uh, you know, transportation. And then what's interesting is your balance for writing as well. And, but, but the common thread there is kind of just synthesis as well. You know, I, I, I worked, I remember I had an internship at a, at a large concrete company in South, um, Southeast um, United States. Uh, I did uh, Six Sigma consulting for a steel company, but you need that perspective, right? Because you, you, then you know what unit volume is and kind of the fundamentals of business. And that can be applied to blockchain. It can be po- applied to any type of throughput. So it's a really fascinating background that you have. And I'm, I'm glad to, uh, to see where you're at right now. And um but it, tell me a little bit about what has your passion these days as, as well, right? You've seen, you've synthesized so much right out in the market. You probably have really good, amazing instincts for identifying opportunities. Bear market bears with it a tremendous opportunity to see what's real infrastructure, what's going to be truly foundational. But maybe tell me just a few things about some of the things that you're working on or themes that you're excited about uh, seeing or want to see more of. Yeah. Yeah, so um, when it comes down to to the Web3 space, as you already know, like we get a lot of negative media attention, right? Especially when there's like scams and hacks that are happening and for a good reason too. Like, you know, the the industry has lost like billions of dollars over the past, like just, you know, last year alone. So I really get excited when companies come in with um, Web3 security um, solutions because I think it's Mm -hmm. a big problem. I think it's really going to help uh, lead to adoption and more trust in the industry. So anytime a company comes in and says, you know what, um, we're helping, you know, prevent hacks on token bridges. That's a big right. thing for us, right? Or right. even just, uh, uh, you know, security audits or anything like that. That excites me. Uh, DeFi, of course, I I know Bank of America said, one of um, the analysts at Bank of America said, hey, you know, like DeFi is the future, Right. Yeah. Um, you know, stable coins is a natural evolution of money. This is something that really excites me as well, too. Um, you know, I don't want to give you a long list of things, but like I'll give you the top three. Yeah. And gaming. Gaming's yeah. awesome, right? Like when you really look at what happened during the pandemic, especially in Southeast Asia, there was a lot of play to earn games. Right. That, you know, and people were paying off their mortgage. They were quitting their job because they were actually making money. So you find that these are the industries that are really bringing people into the space. And it's really going to lead to mass adoption 
And of course, I follow regulations as well, too. So I think there has to be a balance between um, our industry from following tech and innovation, but also paying attention to the regulatory framework. And that's also moving really fast. Right, right. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's exciting to see, you know, definitely more security solutions and the evolution of money and, you know, what is uh what backs money? What is money? The notion of money, you know, uh, changing is, is, you know, super uh, tremendous. And um, yeah, you know, the, the initial glimpses, it's kind of like what Steve Jobs would always say, you know, first initial technologies, the, the things that emerge from these new emerging technologies kind of seem like toys at first, like play to earn games and earning a lot of money. But, you know, there are some, some nuggets there that are sustainable. So how do you make them secure, um, commonplace, safe, um, ensure, sure things as much as possible? Um, I think can go a long way. Now, this is exciting, Gia. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time. And we've seen we've seen a lot of those things as well at Health Hero, um, you know, thematically. And, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of investors we see are, you know, interested in, you know, now regenerative tokenomics, scalable solutions. And um, so it, it is an exciting time. Um, Gia, tell me a little bit about where you think, um, you know, with some of the investments that you guys are doing, the themes that you're seeing and things that you're mentioning, what are you wanting to see more of as well? And where do you see the future of Web3 going or just technology going? Obviously, we're at an interesting point in time, you know, we're like three months into like generative AI, open AI coming out. And, you know, you probably like, like me, you go on product hunt, you see, you know, another new 30 AI companies that just started today, right? Like, yeah. how do you, how do you um, look at the future? What do you like to see more of? What do you see, you know, themes or other categories or companies breaking out? Just let's see, hear your kind of weather report, uh, you know, of the industry. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I also host a podcast, it's called The Deal Flow by Image Ventures. Mm -hmm. So um, I bring in a lot of founders in the space, um, you know, and especially in the Web3 space. And, um, and we have weekly Twitter spaces as well, too, discussing all of the different trends that are coming into the industry. So one thing that I'm looking forward to is the utility behind NFTs. Okay. Right? And if, NFTs really took off, like, you know, um, in 2020, 2021. And, you know, there were just JPEGs, the pictures. But now the area that I'm seeing a lot of growth and interest is um, the utility behind it. You know, are, is the real estate market going to start using NFTs? I've seen houses being listed where you purchase the NFT and then you get the corresponding physical house, right? So mm -hmm. in this sense, it's kind of used as a contract. And also um, in, in California, they're using it for titles. So the California right. government right now is, you know, testing NFTs for you know, just issuing car titles. I think that's a very exciting place. So um, for me personally, when I think of NFTs, I think of them as just like a digital receipt, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to purchase shoes online from Nike, for example, I will purchase the NFT and get the corresponding, um, you know, the physical item delivered to my house. And it's just right, right on the blockchain, right? Other areas that really excite me is a creator economy and the music industry. Right. Mm -hmm. um, musicians are going to have very have an opportunity to engage with their fans more and also right. like rights over their their music. Right. Um, 
So it kind of opens up a lot of different um, business models. It helps solve a lot of issues. So in Hollywood, like, you know, in the music industry, it's pretty much dying out. You know, yeah. like, and I, we all know that there's a big issue there, right? right. So I think this kind of gives them an opportunity to be more innovative. And I find that this area is in uh, music and entertainment. It's really going to grow. The other is sports ticketing. I'm not sure how far it's going to get with NFTs, but that's also yeah. yeah that I can see tremendous growth in the coming years. Yeah, no, all, all very exciting. And I, I know we didn't have a chance to make it to NYT, uh, NYC, NFT, but the um, NFT, NYC, but uh, we know that was a thematic theme. It's almost like the NFT terms it will is like MP3. It'll start to fade away in the background. And really, it's about a digital collectible. It's about a contract. It's about a representation of that unique digital identity of that thing on how it, what utility, what benefits, what services you get at, at, as a part of that. It's an exciting time. I mean, you're seeing companies like Starbucks, Polygon, right, partner. And, you know, when it when it starts applying on a day to day basis to the things that we use from shoes to coffee to clothes, uh, exciting times. Yeah, music as well. Right. And now with generative AI, now the new new uh, dilemma is, um, you know, synthesizing someone's voice and making sure that they're getting credit for it as well. And you saw, I think, uh, one of the singers, Grimes, right, just released the ability for people that use your voice or, or to, to get royalties. And, and that's a really fascinating, interesting model as well. And exactly. you can probably see how that is going to bleed into Hollywood, to any type of creative for that matter, uh, and needing to be able to trace that creative, you know, um, back to its source. But it's a really exciting time, you know, it's a blessing for artists, new artists coming up. If they use these technologies and methods in the right way, they can do a lot for a very little amount of budget. And the the hungry, talented technology artists is, is going to be able to go a long way. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's an exciting time. Yeah, I like that you um, yeah. asked the question. Sorry, I didn't mention the AI component, but you know, with chat GPT and advancements in AI, like I know that the Hollywood industry is worrying because it's really going to replace writers, right? right. Um, composers. Um, and like, it will have a huge impact, but I think it'll create new jobs and new opportunities. Um, yeah. Especially in AI. And also like, you know, like cause with healthcare, um, surgeons, right? Like yeah. uh, AI is going to replace surgeons pretty much. Eventually it will. I don't know how yeah. long it's going to take, but like, I don't know if regulations are going to catch up on that, but that's a huge thing too. Like AI is going to affect the healthcare industry. And I know you're yeah. in the space. So how do you find that yeah. um, it's going to reshape healthcare? Sorry if I'm yeah. asking you a question. No. Yeah. We're seeing the same thing. I mean, anything we're, we're content, any type of creation is getting disrupted. I mean, our bot asks questions about symptoms we take that data and then that can front load that to the first telehealth visit so it feels like that primary care person you know you've been working with for a while you know if you think about it you know a first visit for a health uh, a doctor you're having to remember all of this information but that doctor should kind of know you inside out so yeah the bot for us it serves kind of like as that nurse you know symptom checking meals um you know you know give me a give me a keto meal plan for the here's what I have in my cover. Give me some good recipes. What's my workout plan for tomorrow? Um, I feel the sniffles. I have some chills and things like that. Obviously we disclaim and things like that, but absolutely. There was a really good article this morning and it's been happening a lot where people just do feel that eventually doctors are going to be replaced. Um, lawyers are, I wouldn't say doctors are getting replaced, but just the repositioning of how they focus on what they need to. You're always going to need a doctor to have the ultimate from, you know, diagnosis and things like that. But all that non-value added work, I think people don't realize that, you know, 80 to 90% of that non-value added work for any type of creator or any type of consultant, it could and should be going out the window. 
but but don't feel like you know that person just needs to move up the value chain and maybe they can see more patients they can do a lot more specific things focus on edge cases more and not you know see a thousand patients with the same flu like symptoms right that that are not like threatening so it's it's very interesting yeah and I, and I know as a writer as well you've written so many articles as well i'm sure you, the thought was like oh my gosh if i had chat gpt when i started doing this for jason right it's sort of been a, a lot smoother but uh, I'm kind of curious on your side as well. Like, how do you how do you view creation now, and where do you like to see founders spend their time now? And um, do you start to judge them a little bit more now? Like, oh my gosh, you're not using ChatGPT as much as you should. You know, did you did you did you suggest that without running that by AI? You know, I find myself sometimes doing that to our team and to myself. It's like, why did I why did I think that on my own? I should <laughs> I should have yeah. asked ChatGPT for that content, right? So how are you? seeing content creation and how are you seeing just building in general now in, in this world what do you what's your mindset on or what, what do you like to see yeah so this is um how i think of chat gbt like it's very generic so you're not really getting any unique content so if i ask you know what is the web3 market going to be like in the in 2025 and 100 people ask that same question we're getting the same content Yes. Right? It's not really giving you anything unique. So I don't think it's going to really replace human imagination and creativity because right. now you're just getting generic answers from like a textbook. The textbooks right. really replace humans. Like we could have just taken a blurb and just write and written it out. So when it comes down to, um, I think ChatGPT is a great assistant, in my opinion, when it comes from, to, comes down to writing. So yeah. if you're going to have your slide deck and you're, you know, you're doing a market research or you're trying to see, you know, like, where's the market growing? Um, who are your competitors? Yeah. Awesome. Your slide deck is going to be done in five minutes. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, and there's some assistance there. However, if you're a writer and you're trying to write creative writing or you're trying to write a blog on, you know, the, the technology that you're building, it's it's not very unique. I just found that right. it's generic answers that everyone's getting. So um, there's right. still a human element. Um, there's still, I think, I don't think it's going to replace writers completely, but it will be used as an assistant for now. What do you think? Do you think like, you know, yeah. like, there's no, I, I just don't see it replacing writers completely. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think it can help with a lot of pieces, but I, I think that the, the hard job is, is the creator and being disciplined to not be gaslit by, you know, the AI responses to, to free think on their own and to main that, maintain that discernment and discipline mentally to not be influenced and just realize um, to not cross that line too much of like use AI as a skeletal structure, the commodity pieces, the framework for what you're trying to think through and build, but you need to go through and pass through all of it and, and, and do a really good job editing and curation, you know, and, um, and it's easy to lose those muscles, I think, mentally, the more and more we have it in front of us. So um, you got to keep, I think people need to keep using their mind. And I, I think, I think assessment for personal critical thinking needs to be, we need to scrutinize that more and promote that more in schools more than anything, right? Just keep the critical thinking, you know, really force uh, or really promote kids to do more and more math, more and more reading, more and more synthesis, um, or, or AI is going to infiltrate your mind. And next thing you know, you know, you're not, internet's down for a day, you won't be able to function in life because you lost your thinking skills. So that's, that's what, that's what we're seeing. And I, th I think, um, use all those components as much as possible and really figure out your industry and know like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about getting knowledge or producing the best content for anything. At the end of the day, you know, society moves up because behavior for society is changing for the better. People are making better decisions. They're aligning their, 
their personal willpower with something greater than them. And that's what it is. So this engagement of what do you do with your service, right? So if you invest in a new security company, it's not about the tech or anything like that. It's just like, are you able to really prove that, you know, you've secured this asset or secured this service level and um, being able to statistically show that and to get it to the point that it, it does feel like a back-end utility. You, you don't realize it's really there, right? So yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on the, on the space, but I agree with you 100%. You know, you need to, person needs to stay creative. Um, they need to stay unique and they're, they're going to, they're going to need to add a lot of value. That's not really, you know, go, going to come from, from AI, you know? Um, but yeah, love, love, love to hear more of your thoughts too about it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and it, you have to remember that the web three space is completely different from web two. There's a different right. focus as well too. So like, you know, we talk about the AI chat GPT, use it in a, as an assistant, get things done faster, get your slide deck done faster, your research, market research, all of those things are great. Um, but one of the key components of being a good Web3 founder is really community building. Yeah. Right? I find yes. that that's huge. Like, you know, how are you going to grow your community? You need that support. So um, anytime that I speak to a Web3 founder, I'm always like, you know, what are your secrets? How did yeah. you go from having zero community members all the way up to 300,000? And I've seen it, or 500,000, and they grow really fast, right? Yeah. So what are some of the things that you're using Um some of the tricks like you know how did you do it and um I think there's not enough emphasis on marketing your marketing yeah. strategy earlier on yeah so yeah. I know yeah. one founder um that went from zero to three hundred thousand community members in in just a few months wow and I was like wow how'd you do that and he's like you know what I didn't focus on my product I actually focused on my marketing right from day one wow. so he's like before I even built anything before I even had my slide deck done, I was like, what's our marketing strategy? And they got a bunch of people on board. And um, a lot of people don't talk about that, but I think um, that's also a very important thing in the Web3 wow. space. Have wow. marketing, have community support, yeah. be all over your social media channels and also on Discord. So, and yeah. communicate with your community. Yeah, it's, that it's fascinating that, you know, if you have someone that's technologically inclined, very creative, you know, working with AI, but they, even if it's a small brand, it could be like a, you know, pizza shop, you know, you know, imagine, you know, if I was going to start a pizza shop from the, the ground up, you know, I would make sure that digital collectibles, you know, some AI was part of that, but community building, and you can do that on social media pretty phenomenally now. I, I don't know about you, but I look at a web, some web three companies and I'm like, you know, I like to think our community is vibrant and big, but then I see others and I, and, and I, I see some communities, 750,000, I'm like, oh, wow, how do we do that? How do we, how do we get there? Yeah. But then I look at Web2 companies that are like mega funded billion dollar companies. And I look at their Twitter followers and I'm like, 100 Twitter followers and you're a billion dollar company. Like, yeah. you know, we can do better. Yeah. And I think you're going to see these Web2 companies now hopefully start to adopt these Web3 techniques for community building and realize that, you know, before you go crazy doing a million blog posts, you know, get your Discord up, get your Telegram up, you know, start, start conversing and commit to it. Um, and consistency, what I found is key too. being authentic and getting out there as well. I know a lot of people in Web3 like to stay anonymous and hiding behind eight masks and things like that, but uh, there's a balance, there's a balance. And, uh, but it's a really exciting world. It's interesting how it's, you know, these, these community building tools and techniques have flattened uh, the world. And now you're just getting people from all the different types of countries. So, um, so yeah, really, 
Really exciting. Uh, Gia, well, first of all, I wanted to um, say uh, I want to be sensitive to time, you know, as well, too. And, and it, it, this is really interesting. I guess uh, maybe to, to top us off here, I'd love to hear about um, any one or two other last things that you'd like to see happen in the future when it comes to technology, society, um, or feel free to, you know, let's keep elaborating on what we're talking about here. So, yeah. Um, I, you know, when it comes down to technology, I really wish that regulations will catch on much faster. Right. Unfortunately, they don't. Um, this is something yes. that I'm actually waiting yeah. on and I follow closely, yeah. you know, like, especially in the US, um, you know, it's moving in the right direction. So I think we're going to see some changes this year, but we're also going to see a lot of established companies being affected by new regulations that are coming up, yeah. unfortunately. Right. Yeah. The SEC is going to come around and say, you know what? You haven't been doing the right thing. You're going to shut down. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's it's sad. Right. Yeah. And uh, when it comes down to regulations, I think it's important um, as a guiding star to kind of look at how, you know, regulators are handling the banking industry right now. Yeah. Or, like the healthcare industry. They're not going to change it too much. They're just going to yeah. take the same principles, the same laws and apply to Web3. Right. Yeah. So that's one way to prepare. But I think there's going to be a lot of change coming in the U.S. So one way to um, also pivot from that is to focus on other markets. So South America is huge. Yes. Right? And yeah. the, the regulations there are a lot more lenient. That's a good place to start. Singapore. Um, I heard Singapore is very uh, Web3 yes. friendly. Yes. Right. And then also Vietnam. So you can start targeting other markets as the regulations here develop, but pay attention to what's going on very close. Yeah. By the end of yeah. the year, that's definitely going to change. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And also just um, growth in DeFi. Mm -hmm. I think uh, there's going to be a lot more DeFi companies coming the space. Almost every investor that I've spoken to right now is excited by DeFi. Yes. Right. And like your company, healthcare, I think that's huge. I think it's going to be revolutionary, right? To bring the healthcare industry in such a strategic way, like the way you guys are doing it, I think that's brilliant, right? Because you're bringing users into the healthcare space without them thinking too much that they're even using blockchain, right? Right. right. Easy user interface. Like yeah. if I was to get on your app, all I have to do is click a button and I don't even know like if it's blockchain or not. So I think um, those, in, um, especially healthcare, energy, those industries are going to benefit a lot from um, the blockchain, the Web3 space. And I, I like the conversation that we had right now, because every time I thought of healthcare, I only thought of patient records. On yeah. the blockchain and you're like no you know actually this is what we're doing like and yeah. there's move to earn platforms that you can really use so yeah um there's gonna be a lot of change i think um this is the best time to build recession is the best time to build yes right? yes so it's kind of got rid of the noise and now we can just yeah. focus it makes everything better it makes you know the fundamentals better and then it forces us right to you know focus on other markets we didn't really think about and then when, once you start you sometimes you're a little nervous right you probably see your portfolio companies right get a little nervous to go into certain markets but once they're there you're like oh my gosh this is a whole new world exactly. of opportunity why keep focusing on just us you know we're we're human beings living on a planet right yeah. um technology has enabled let's get to those nook and cranny places and provide value where where it's most needed as well and um, it's it's a blessing, yeah. And, you know, everything that's in front of us is a it's an exciting opportunity. And so the discipline's being made now with with uh, technology, infrastructure, and everything. Um, Gia, I, I really appreciate this time. This is great. I'd love to have you back on the show. I guess you know one of my kind of uh, last questions is: um, 
our, our listeners, if they'd like to get a hold of you, you know, I, I don't know if you're still, you know, blogging actively. I know you have your podcast through MH Ventures and things like that, but uh, some of our listeners um, have companies, um, you know, seeking funding. They're looking for great news sources. They're grading, looking for, you know, great opportunities to grow in the Web3 ecosystem. But what's a good way to interact with you, your organizations that you're affiliated with and, and things like that? Sure. Um, Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. Um, Gmatu7 is my Twitter handle. Um, and also follow Deal Flow podcast Twitter as well. Nice. Um, okay. Ventures, um, keep an eye on that. And then LinkedIn. I almost always respond to every DM that I ever receive. So that's how we met too, right? So um, I'm very active on all those channels, Telegram. Um, and yeah, just reach out. And um, I think the best way is usually Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah. And mhventures.io. Okay, great, great. Well, I appreciate that. Our listeners will appreciate that as well. And hopefully you'll you'll get some interesting reach outs uh, to you uh, yeah, it's an exciting time. You know, we would love to have you back on the show. Definitely maybe, you know, six months or 12 months from now, the contrast, you know, it's going to be a different world. I'm sure um, hopefully we'll look back and point to this episode and say, yeah, you know, this was right before the uh, some some uh, initial, you know, signs of what the characteristics of a new bull market could look at look like. But uh, it's an exciting future for sure. And I really just want to say I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you're doing professionally. And uh, this was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. This was this was great. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. And I look forward to, you know, following your success and being back on the show eventually in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gia. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks.